0: the third canto of the song of three friends by john gneisenau Nyhart. this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by phil Schempf. to the mussel shell now came at dawn a party of the bloods who told of having paddled seven nights to parley for their people with the whites the long way lying twixt a foe and a foe for ever on their right hand lurked the crow and on their left hand the asiboine the crane winged news that where the waters join the long knives built a village made them sad because the pastures thereabouts were bad sustaining few and very scrawny herds so they had hastened hither bringing words of kindness from their mighty men to tell what welcome waited on the mussel shell where stood the winter lodges of their band they rhapsodized the fatness of that land lush valleys where all summer bison ran to grass grown higher than a mounted man ay winter long on many a favored slope the bison grazed with goat and antelope nor were they ever leaner in the spring one heard the diving beavers thundering in all the streams at night and one might hear uncounted bull-elks whistle when the year was painted for its death their squaws were good strong bears of the water and the wood with quiet tongues and never weary hands tall as the fighting men of other lands and good to look upon these things were so why else then should the asseboy and crow assail the bloods now flaring up they spoke of battles and their haters blown as smoke before the blizzard of their people's ire devoured as grass before a prairie fire that licks the heavens when the north wind runs but none the less their warriors needed guns and powder wherefore let the great white chief return with them ere yet the painted leaf had fallen if so be he might not leave this land of peoples skilful to deceive who needing much had scarce a hide to sell Then send a party to the mussel-shell to trade and trap until the grass was young and calves were yellow with no forked tongue the bloods had spoken had the white chief ears so major henry called for volunteers and fink was ready on the word to go Enchance chance any bloody naggers then talbot then carpenter and after these were nine in whom young blood was like a beating wine who lusted for adventure late that night the blood set out for home with day's first light the dozen trappers followed paddling west in six canoes and what so suited best the whimsies of the savage or his needs the slim craft carried scarlet cloth and beads some antiquated muskets powder ball traps knives and little casks of alcohol to lubricate the rusty wheels of trade so singing as they went the blithe brigade departed with their galloping canoes heeding the tune they had no time to lose for long and stubborn was the upstream way and when they launched their boats at break of day they heard a thin ice tinkle at the prows a bodeful silence and a golden drowse possessed the land the four winds held their breath before a vast serenity of death wherein it seemed the reminiscent year a yearning ghost now wrought about its bier some pale hallucination of its may bleak stretched the prairie to the walls of day so dry that where a loping coyote broke its loneliness it smoldered into smoke, and when a herd of bison rumbled past, twas like a great fire booming in a blast, the rolling smudge whereof concealed the flame. Proceeding in the truce of winds, they came in five days to the vale of the poplar drains. A trailing flight of southbound whooping cranes across the fading west was like a scrawl of cabalistic warning on a wall and counseled haste in seven days they reach the point where wolf creek empties in and beach their keels along its dusty bed in nine elk prairie and the little porcupine now waterless had fallen to the rear the tenth sun failed them on the lone frontier where flows the turbid milk by countless bends and where a cinnaboyan country ends and blackfoot land begins the hollow gloom all night resounded with the beaver's boom a wolf pack yammered from a distant hill anon a rutting elk cried like a shrill arpeggio blown upon a flageolet a half-day more their lifting prows were set to westward then the flowing trail led south two days by many a bend to hell creek's mouth amid the bad lands Gazing from a height, the lookout saw the marching of the night across the vast black waste of peaks and deeps that could have been infernal cinder heaps, the relic of an ancient hell gone cold. That night they saw a wild aurora rolled above the lifeless wilderness. It formed northeastwardly in upright waves that stormed to westward, sequent combers of the bow that gulfed Polaris in their undertow and hurtled high upon the ursine isles a surf of ghostly fire again at whiles a shimmering silken veil it puffed and swirled as twere the painted curtain of the world that fluttered in a rising gale of doom and when it vanished in the starry gloom one said twill blow to-morrow so it did ere noon they raised the half-way pyramid south-westward Saw its wraith-like summit lift and seemed to float- northwest against a drift of wind-whipped dust. the lunar hills about where late a bird's note startled like a shout, the hush that seemed the body of old time now bellowed where the hoofs of Jotunheim foreran the grizzled legions of the snow. Twas peep of day when it began to blow, a zephyr growing stronger with the light, and now by fits it churned the river white and whipped the voyageurs with freezing spray the windward reaches took their breath away ghost white and numb with cold from bend to bend where transiently the wind became a friend to drive them south they battled till at last around a jutting bluff they met a blast that choked as with a hand upon their throats the song they sang for courage hurled their boats against the farther shore and held them pinned a sting of spitting snow was in the wind southwest by west across the waste where fell a murky twilight lay the mussel shell two days of travel with the crow for guide here must they find them shelter and abide the passing of the blizzard as they could the banks bore neither plum nor cottonwood and all the hills were naked as a hand but where debouching from a broken land a river in the spring was wont to flow a northward moving herd of buffalo had crossed the river evidently bound from failing pastures to the grazing ground along the milk and where the herd had passed was scattered bois de vache enough to last until the storm abated so they packed great blanketfuls of sun-dried chips and stacked the precious fuel where the wind was stilled a pocket hemmed by lofty bluffs and filled with mingled dust and thunder bore therein canoes and cargo pitched their tents of skin about a central heap of glowing chips and dined on brittle bowl-meat dried in strips with rum to wash it down it snowed all night the earth and heavens in the morning light were one white fury and the stream ran slush two days and nights the gale boomed then a hush fell with the sun and when the next dawn came a pale flare flanked by mockeries of flame the river lay as solid as the land now cashing half their goods the little band resumed the journey toiling under packs and twice they felt the morning at their backs a laggard traveller and twice they saw the sunset dwindle to a starry awe beyond the frozen waste, while still they pressed the journey, bearded faces yearning west, white as the waste they trod. Then one day more southwestward brought them to the jutting shore that faced the goal. A strip of poplars stretched along a winding stream, their bare boughs etched black line by line upon a flat of snow blue-tinted in the failing afterglow humped ponies mid the drifts and clumps of sage went nosing after grudging pasturage where'er it chanced the blizzard whimsic flaws had swept the slew grass bare a flock of squaws chopped wood and chattered in the underbrush their axe-strokes thudding dully in the hush their nasal voices rising shrill and clear and circled neath a bluff that towered sheer beside the stream snug lodges wrought of hide smoke plumed and glowing with the fires inside made glad the gazers even as they stood content to stare a moment from the wood the clamour deepened and a running shout among the lodges brought the dwellers out braves squaws papooses and the wolf-dogs bayed and up the flat the startled ponies neighed pricking their ears to question what befell so came fink's party to the mussel shell gaunt bearded yet how gloriously young and then what feasts of bison fleece and tongue of browned boudin and steaming hump-rib stew what roaring nights of wassailing they knew gargantuan regales when through the town the fiery liquor ravined melting down the tribal horde of beaver how they made their merriest gewgaws mighty in the trade ay merry men they were nor could they know how even then there came that wraith of woe amongst them some swift-fingered fate that spanned the stuff of sorrow wove twixt man and man the tangling mesh that friend might ruin friend and each go stumbling to a bitter end a threefold doom that now the song recalls end of the third canto